Rich Girls. Welcome back to Old Money. It's your host, Amber Frank Usen, and I am here to serve up some style today, baby. I'm so excited about today's episode, keeping it light, keeping it easy, keeping it really focused in our capsule wardrobe. I'm so excited to share with you. I've been on this journey for the last like two years of figuring out how I want to dress, and I think I finally figured it out. This whole work from home, in the office, day to night, I don't know. It's been a journey. So I'm going to share with you today all the pieces that have really helped me put my wardrobe together and the costs so you know exactly where I'm coming from, what I've invested in, and what I've gotten on the cheap. So first and foremost, I think it would be remiss if I didn't mention this whole old money aesthetic that has really inspired this whole podcast, for goodness sakes. But we're seeing it on TikTok, on Pinterest, on Instagram. And what it is is this look, this aesthetic, this way to dress, this Sophia Richie-inspired, modest, more classic, more preppy look that we're seeing everywhere online. And I want to start by saying that one of the biggest problems that I've had with capsule wardrobes is that I fucking hate them. They're so ugly. These flat lays of all of the trousers, the striped sweaters, everything looks exactly the same. And my style is not so preppy. I mean, I definitely rocked the Abercrombie and Fitch in high school, but as I've gotten older, I've definitely skewed more edgy and had a little bit more, you know, energy or attitude that I wanted to put into my wardrobe. Someone the other day actually said that I looked like a teenager, but I think they were trying to say that I was dressing like a teenager because I still rock Converse and ripped jeans because it's California, it's San Diego, it's casual and cool. And by the way, I'm the creative director of a creative agency, so I'm allowed to dress cool. That's how I express myself, right? But I think the thing about the old money aesthetic is that it's this idea that everybody should be dressing in this preppy, similar way. And for me, it's just never worked. However, I've really started to expand my horizons in how can I bring in my own personality and my edge or my attitude, as I like to call it, into things that fit me really well, that look really polished so that I can have personality, but also look put together. And that's always been my biggest struggle. I mean, if you know me, you know that my messy hair is like part of my brand. I just cannot do my hair. I have no patience for it. And that's something I've been trying to put a little bit more energy into recently, even if it's getting a blowout every other week, because it makes you look polished. And the thing about an old money aesthetic is that it looks like a costume. The girls who are dressing in this quote-unquote aesthetic that are cosplaying like they're Blair Waldorf on the steps of the Met, I mean, it's not something that's sustainable look, and it actually kind of skews like kawaii for me, which is that Japanese term, like the Harajuku girls and the, you know, school uniform skirt things. It looks adolescent and a little creepy to me at times. So I'm not a big fan of big bows and a half-up pony. I feel like it makes us look really young. And I'm really looking for ways in this old money aesthetic to pull through class and elegance and looking like I'm somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing with their lives, right? And so the other side of this is this conversation about quiet luxury and what that means. And the quiet luxury take on things is that you should have these signaling pieces that are so high quality but lack a parent brand mark. But the thing is, is that if you've been in the space or you pay attention, if you're in the market, you see things and you can recognize the brand, whether it has a logo on it or not, right? It could have, you know, been a collection piece at the row, which is these very expensive, uh, they're high end, I admit it. They're high end expensive pieces, but they don't have any brand marks on them. But if you've ever shopped the row and you see the boots again, you know that they're the row boots without them having to have the logo on it, right? And I do think what's really interesting 
is how people are still trying to signal even if there's not a logo because they're, you know, they're basically saying, if you know, you know, and that's who I want to impress. And what's so true about this as humans, I'm a branding expert and I know this, that brands are things that we use to express ourselves. We want to be a part of the community that that brand represents. So when we see a brand that is aspirational or it makes us feel good about ourselves, it gives us identity and that's why we wear them. And I do this too. I'm not saying this is a bad thing or a good thing. It's just part of how we make decisions on what we want to wear and what we want to signal to people, right? Like we want to signal that we're fashionable, that we're cool, that we're caring about quality, that we're smarter than you because we care about quality, whatever it might be. These are all just ways to express ourselves. And so my hope is that this formula that I've done to mix and match, to look effortless and cool without feeling like I'm wearing a costume It's really helped me embody my style, and it's also really helped me calm down my spending because I have these core pieces that I don't need to continue to go out and shop for new stuff. So you know I can't get through an episode without a reference to Bravo. Everything comes back to Bravo, but there were two things that happened recently on two different shows that I was like, this is wild. So first of all, Tamara on Orange County, I don't know why I'm still watching this godforsaken show. It is so bad, but Tamara is just, I mean, ugh, Tammy Sue, she's the worst. And she, always throwing the shade, called out this new gen, the new gen this year, Jen and Ryan, there's a whole new set. She called her out for wearing fake Balenciaga and carrying a fake Chanel purse. And honestly, I think that's fucking rich because we know the only person that's wearing everything real on that show is Heather Dubrow. And for the most part, Heather dresses pretty classically. We love her in a black dress. We love her in a slingback heel. And we see these girls that are trying to buy these outfits to keep up year after year after year. Meanwhile, Heather's wearing the same silhouettes, the same stuff that she's been wearing since she was on it the previous time. And she still looks classic, polished, and good. But we've got these big, baggy Balenciaga cardigans. I I hate it. I don't know what Gina's wearing. She's on her way to the club as a paid escort. It just looks terrible. And it's every single year they are trying to outdo themselves on their confessional looks. And quite frankly, I've never seen a worse collection of confessional looks than I have seen on this season of Real Housewives of Orange County. They all need stylists stat. It's crazy. And just an aside, like pour one out for Archie Bedore because the whole Shannon Bedore DUI thing, like I'm just so concerned about Archie and making sure that he's okay and is in the best care. Anyway, the second thing that happened on Bravo was this whole debacle on Below Deck Down Under where this girl is ironing or steaming the clothes for this woman And she ruins the dress because the iron melts the dress as she's trying to steam it. And I have done this before, and it sucks. And what was so interesting was that this woman was making a big deal about having the stewardess help her unpack and deal with her stuff and steam it for her. And, you know, they're talking about, like, how wealthy they are. And you'd think it's, like, really high-quality stuff. So I'm watching this live, and I'm freaking out with this girl. I'm like, oh, my God. I would feel so bad if I melted this woman's dress. Like, how horrible. And then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. You know what dresses I've ruined are like polyester ones. And I'm thinking this woman has this like Zimmerman dress. It's like $4,500. It's so expensive. It's like she's freaking out. And then this woman is talking shit about the poor stewardess. And she goes, oh, it was my Colt Gaia dress. And the way I fell off the couch because – 
I mean, Colt Guy has an expensive brand. It's 400, 500, 600 bucks for a dress, but it's not a luxury designer brand, okay? And those materials typically are polyester, so maybe it wasn't so big of a loss. I mean, it's still a loss, but I was thinking it was something way worse than it was. Anyway, just two random asides on the style situation that's happening on our television screens, but let's jump into the seven best style investments I've made recently to really elevate my look. I'm going to take you through seven categories of things and what I've gotten recently that has really changed the game. Okay, so first and foremost, I've been an athleisure girly forever. I mean, the work from home culture has embedded in me that I need to always be comfortable. But I recognize that I don't want to be in workout clothes if I'm not going to work out. There's just something that's off for me there. I don't feel polished. I kind of feel like a mess. And so I've been looking forever for a sweatsuit set or a matching set that made me feel polished and comfortable. But I'd get stuff from Aloe Yoga or from Lululemon, and it still felt like athleisure. But I found the solution, y'all. My new comfies are a sweatsuit from a brand called LM. I have talked about them before. They're the same brand that I got the green striped satin pajamas for my photo shoot. We talked about them on an earlier episode. But these comfies are everything because they have a collar on the sweatshirt. It's like an open neck with a big, comfortable collar. And it's kind of like, you know, it looks like a polo collar, but it's a pullover that's a sweatshirt and it just looks super polished. And you can get it either with shorts or long sweats. So I got the pullover, which is $72 plus the shorts, which were $48, but I was shopping on a sale weekend. So I got like 25% off. I got the pullover in a small, I would probably size down to an extra small. I got it in gray. I think I'm going to order the other set in blue. It has a little bit of a logo on the top, the L&M Club, and then a tiny little club logo on the shorts. And for me, it just makes me feel more put together to be matching. And it's something that's really easy to style up. So adding some jewelry, having my hair done, wearing some cute like New Balance sneakers with my socks, like just makes it feel really polished really quickly. And having a comfy set that doesn't feel like athleisure has been such a game changer for me. So that's item number one. Item number two has been my bag situation. I've been on this search for a bag for so long. And the reality is I use two, eh, three different kinds of bags. Okay, let's get real. Three different kinds. There's the going out bag, which is, you know, going to dinner, going wherever. There's my work bag, which needs to carry the laptop. And then there's my everyday running errands, walking my dog bag. And for so long, my everyday walking my dog bag was my Lululemon belt bag. Everybody's been wearing them. Everybody has one or two or three. And it's really simple because you have everything stored right there at your chest. It's easy to wear. Your hands are free. But I was feeling like kind of a slob when I would be going to the mall and I'm still wearing my Lululemon belt bag and there's, you know, dog poop bags rolling out of them and Gucci. And speaking of Gucci, that's where I upgraded my situation. So I just invested in this amazing crossbody bag, which I believe is unisex. It's called the Neo Vintage Gigi Supreme belt bag. It's $1,200, but the way that I've literally already worn it 1,200 times, I feel making the investment totally worth it. And it makes me feel way more polished, even when I'm walking the dog. And it's super comfortable. I wear it crossbody. It's like a belt bag, right? And it has the GG logo on it, but it is coated, um, not vinyl, but the coated canvas. So it really can't get stained or ruined. It's not cloth. It has really great leather piping all the way around to give it some structure and some strength. And then it has the green and red striped 
strap that kind of punches it up a little bit too. So it's a neutral pattern. Yeah, I know it's a busy Gucci pattern, but it has this really cute little feline head on it as well. And it fits everything. I have my card case in there, my keys, my AirPods, my phone. It's really actually spacious, but it lays very flat to the body. So I think this is going to be great for traveling, especially in Europe, because it tends to on big buckets and just having it in general to walk around town with or go to the store with. It makes me feel really, really polished instead of feeling like a freaking mess. Okay. So that was one of the things that I got that I loved. And then I've also just pulled out something I bought last year, which is the Koyana. Don't quote me on how to say that. C-Y-U-A-N-A. Easy tote. And I actually have it right next to me right now. And I love it because it has two different straps on it. So it's a green bag. It's this olive green bag. And in it, it has this insert that I also bought where it holds my laptop. It keeps everything organized for a water bottle my cords, my makeup bag, my wallet, et cetera, et cetera. And it looks so polished. It's definitely kind of an old money vibe or not an old money, a quiet luxury vibe, excuse me, because it has just a tiny little imprint in gold on one side of the bag, which I really love. And it looks super quality and it's not that expensive. Okay, I literally had to pause to go look up how much it was. I need like a young Jamie like Joe Rogan has. Anyway, it's $268 and I actually got it on sale when I ordered it last year. I think it was during Black Friday and they had at least I think a 15% off sale. And then you can get the insert, which is $98. And I also got that one on sale as well. So for me to have something that's an everyday like throw it around into the car, don't care about it, doesn't need to be precious. I'm going to get my wear out of it here. And it also is really strong. It's got thick straps, so it can hold a lot. Now, the Goyard situation. This has been something that's been on my mind forever. I used to be a full-on, never full Louis Vuitton, like could not get me off that bag for ages because it held so much and it was so, so strong. But the Goyard is not strong enough to really hold a bunch of stuff. Honestly, it's going to snap. And I know somebody whose straps have snapped from putting work stuff in there. So for me, it's worth it to get rid of the logo mark and go for something classic, which is why I love this bag so much. Okay, so the next item on the list, the next piece of the puzzle, if you will, are the pants, the pantaloons, the trousers. And I have struggled with the trouser situation for so long because of my body type. I just do not fit into these Abercrombie trousers that everybody's talking about. My body type does not allow for it because when I wear them, they look so big on me. And they make me look huge. They look, make my ass look flat and my whole body look huge. And I never felt comfortable in them. And listen, Abercrombie, I'm going to give a pass to because their stuff is always on sale. It's not very high quality, but if you don't have to invest a lot in it, whatever. But can we please stop shopping at Aritzia? Because the prices are so damn high and the quality is so damn low. I also tried the pants on at Aritzia. They also were super unflattering to me. I think that they're like, I don't understand that brand at all, but I really have to say that the quality is just not there for me for the price. What I did find, however, were two options for great trousers and trousers for me are dressy. Okay. I live in San Diego. Everybody's like beach mind here. But the trousers that I found, I got on super sale at Bloomingdale's. Now, if you are sleeping on Bloomingdale's or you do not have one near to you, please plan a trip to Mecca because it will be so worth it. And Bloomingdale's is like 
an airline or like a hotel chain. They reward your loyalty so, so much. It is incredible. I do not shop anywhere else other than Bloomingdale's now when I'm like browsing for stuff because their brands are so much more select. And honestly, you can get stuff for such good deals because they're always having sales. I feel like it's always a friends and family sale or spend $200, get a $25 gift certificate back. I mean, their reward system is amazing. And Nordstrom cannot even compete. By the way, Nordstrom quality down the tubes, not the same brand it used to be, but Bloomingdale's is honestly delivering on both the style and the substance and the savings. So what I found at Bloomingdale's was a pair of trousers by the Couples. The Couples is a French brand that's normally pretty expensive. And they had this super cool, cool girl pair of trousers. They were like kind of low rise, but they actually fit me. And they're a little bit bigger. They're flared at the bottom. And they were normally $234. I got them for $94 because every couple of weeks they put things on a clearance rack. And I tried them on first. I went back again with Justin. I bought them the second time and got them for like 70% off. It was crazy. So those trousers are really, really cute. You can get them online. They're still on sale on the Couples. Again, they're black, and they also have a pair in tan, which is so in right now. And the second option for trousers, which is even more budget-friendly, is the same brand I brought up before, L&M. And again, it's E-L-L-A-N-D-E-M-M, I think. They're on Instagram. I'm wearing them all the time. If you need the, the link, I'll Instagram it to you. Just DM me. But I need to be sponsored by them, by the way. I could wear them every single day and be so happy. But they have a really great pair of trousers that are only $49. They come in black and they come in tan. And they're so flattering because they have elastic on the back of the waist. This is the secret, my friends. The elastic on the back of the waist allows you to have a little bit more breathing room without giving you so much volume in the pant legs. And they do need to be steamed. They do wrinkle. But this is one of those like easy throw on a quick upgrade to your look with such little effort. And for the price, you honestly cannot beat it. So again, it has a little elastic on the back. They're very comfortable. I got a small. I'm sure they fit me without being hemmed. I'm completely, completely obsessed. And then the other piece about trousers is this, is that trousers are, like I said, a little bit more formal. And just as an aside too, if you've noticed that things are going back to looking like business casual in the club, like we were doing in the 2010s, that is really happening because we're in a recession-ish type of period right now. So people need their clothes to do more for them over time. So you don't have as many outfits. And this is a really good tactic to building a great wardrobe, but also kind of navigating when you know you need to tighten your purse strings around your budget. So the other thing that I'll say about trousers is that jeans to me are trousers because that's the type of person that I am. But the difference is finding jeans that fit well. And what's fitting well and what's also very in right now is this like straight leg 90s cropped at the ankle jean. And that looks so polished with a pair of loafers or a pair of mules. Even a pair of boots are so great. But I'm loving these straight leg cut at the ankle jeans. I've gotten one pair from A. Goldie, one pair from Mother. And it's I think that ankle breathing room that makes it feel very elevated, Audrey Hepburn, it feels classic, it feels 60s, it can also give a little 90s Princess Diana vibe, but that cut is what really defines the shape of your outfit. I think that, you know, we've talked about this. Well, we haven't talked about this, but the internet's been talking about skinny jeans have been out for so long, but also oversized jeans are just not the vibe. You look really messy. They don't fit often very well, and it's so much fabric. But when you can control the amount of fabric that's on your body and you can direct the eye up in one straight line, it makes you look really, really polished. 
So for number three, the trousers, I recommend the Couples, L&M, A Goldie, and Mother. Cut at the ankle for jeans or those long, beautiful kind of work trousers to embrace your recession vibes in 2023. The next piece is the outer layer. And the outer layer for me has been a mix between trying to get stuff that's classic and then getting stuff that is a pop. And what I've found is that when I invest in things that are a pop on the outer layer, it really helps me make the outfit feel stylish without it feeling boring. So for example, I have a black tweed blazer to wear, but it needs to have really incredible buttons on it. Or I'm going to go to a bright green tweed blazer for that pop of color or a really beautiful outerwear coat, whatever. But here's my tip on this is the outer layer should be really structured and well-fitting. I love a Zara tweed blazer. I almost said bleed tweezer, but you know what I mean. Azara tweed blazer is everything to make you feel put together. And you could literally be wearing a freaking unitard underneath it and you're going to look elevated. In fact, there's this one mom I follow on TikTok and somebody's always filming her. And I think she lives in Barcelona. By the way, the like Spanish and Italian women on their Instagram and TikTok shit, they are on it. Like the streetwear. I'm obsessed. And this one woman is always walking her 15 kids with, you know, 10 in a stroller and two trailing behind. And she's always wearing New Balances, socks pulled up, a unitard or athleisure, and then a blazer over it with the sleeves rolled up. And I think she looks so chic. So I love investing in a pop of something. And you might be saying, well, if it's like a pop and it's a green blazer, I can't wear it all the time. And that's true. You can't wear it every single day, but you might be able to get away with it once a week if you're seeing different people. So something to think about. But the other thing that I've been loving, my best purchase of this whole year is the, is it Bash or is it BA? and S-H. I don't know, but this brand is spelled B-A, not apostrophe, ampersand, like and, S-H, bash maybe. This cardigan, it's called the Gaspard cardigan. And when I got it, they only had it in two colors, black and white. Now they have it in a bajillion colors, but it has shoulder pads in it. It also has really beautiful gold buttons. It's the best thing that I've gotten because it's got that sick balance of like, It's keeping you warm and you need to be warm, but it's not too hot and it looks so chic. So I wear it all of the time. Literally, it's something I'm wearing twice or three times a week over a unitard, over athleisure, just to jump on a call really quickly. And it looks amazing. So that was a big pick for me this year on the outer layer. And the cardigan is heavier. It's a thicker knit, so it has a lot of structure to it. And I think that's the key on the outer layer is having the structure. The next piece of the equation is the shell. That's what you're wearing underneath. This could be the unitard or whatever, but the shell, that's your tank top. That's your unitard, whatever it is you're wearing. It's whatever is going on underneath the outer layer. And I know a lot of people have been talking about the Skims bodysuits. I'm going to be really honest. I haven't loved the Skims products for anything that I've been wearing, but I have really been liking Beyond Yoga tank tops. And now I know that that's athleisure, but the Beyond Yoga tank tops are actually so smooth and so soft. And again, they're always having sales. So the Beyond Yoga tank tops are a good layering piece underneath like the cardigans or the blazers that you're wearing. And I find them to be more comfortable and breathable than wearing just a normal tank top because they are made for 
athleisure or for athleticism or for yoga or sweating. I don't know. But I don't know. I just feel more comfortable overall when I'm wearing them in the day. They have so many different cuts. I love that they have a built-in shelf bra. I can also add in like a strapless if I need to. And that's also helping me transition from, you know, workout to work really, really quickly. Because if I'm just changing, I'm just going to take off the bra, throw on some yoga pants, and I'm good to go without wearing full athleisure every single day. So the Beyond Yoga tanks are my go-to pick, but I also have a million other tanks. You probably do too, but I'm loving LNA clothing right now. I've been getting a lot of those up at Vandervoort Boutique in Del Mar. They are so comfortable. They're usually double lined too, so they have a little bit more structure. And then I've also been loving favorite daughter, which is, oh my God, everything really does come back to Bravo, which is Yolanda Hadid's ex-wife, David Foster's daughter, Sarah, and some other, what's her name? Sarah and something. Her, I know Sarah Foster is one of them, but there's two Foster sisters and they have this brand called Favorite Daughter, which I just think is hilarious. And like I said, everything comes back to Bravo. Item number six on our list today of the thing that has really helped me feel put together and really elevated my style are mules. What are you talking about? Mules, like the shoes. So I got a pair of Gucci Princeton slides because I asked very strategically, Justin, exactly what I wanted for Christmas last year. But I actually knew that I loved them because I had a pair of Steve Madden slides for years that I still wear all the time. And there's something about wearing slides that really makes it feel easy and casual, but also polished because they're closed-toed shoes. I just don't really feel like sandals are the right move for work or professionalism or any situation where you might run into somebody professional because, as we say, no feet picks for free. But also the slides really make it easy to transition in and out of the house or, you know, if you're on a call and you get stressed out, you can take the shoes off. I love that, by the way. And so I have the Gucci pair. I also have the Steve Madden pair of the slides that are just so easy to slip on and off. It makes getting dressed very effortless, but also gives you this kind of like casual feel. However, there's two others that I've really, really loved. Number one, I got this pair of fake Birkenstocks on Amazon for 30 bucks because I just needed something to wear around the house. And they're fuzzy. They're so ugly, but they're so comfortable because they've got cork on the sole of the shoe. So they're big like shock absorbers. And we have concrete floors in our house. And the way that my knees literally ache after walking around on these concrete floors, like I'm I'm miserable. I feel so bad for Poppy. She's got bad hips already, so it makes me nervous about her being on that hard floor all the time. Anyway, these Birkenstocks are so comfy because they just make me like scoot around the house. They're considered mules. I know they're open toe, but I got a pair for just in the house and wearing shoes in the house. Like I I hate wearing outside shoes in the house. And so having inside shoes only has really helped me actually feel more put together when I'm working from home, but also making sure I'm not tracking outside in and then making sure that my body feels really good and really balanced inside. So I've been loving those. And then for dressier moments, again, on a slide, Oh my gosh, I found this Australian brand. I got hooked by an Instagram ad. They're called Covet Shoes. And I got two pair of their heels in both black and tan. And they did come from Australia. So I don't think I could have returned to them if they didn't work out. But I think they're so beautiful and so chic because they're really like, I don't know, like architectural in a way. 
Okay, so I just pulled up the email so I could tell you how much they were. And um, they're actually called the Amber <laughs> Nude Heels. Or no, Amber Heels. I got them in black and nude. Okay, there we go. But they were $118 a piece, so $263 with tax and shipping. And they're so sleek and easy. They're not super high of a heel. I can wear them so comfortably with you know something dressy. It's really easy to throw those on when I'm wearing a pair of jeans or trousers, and they just work instantly. So I'm a big fan of those ones right now as well. Now, the last piece of this is the something extra. And the reason the something extra is needed when you are dressing yourself is because if you're just wearing clothes and not styling them, you're really not giving yourself the chance for full self-expression or to really polish your outfit. So when we used to build houses in my old job and we would do like the lighting, for example, we'd always say the lighting is the jewelry of the house. And maybe it's just because I feel more comfortable in interior decorating than I do in my own personal styling, that's always really resonated with me. Like if I don't turn my lights on, I don't have anything really happening in the room. It feels really dull. So I look at my jewelry or my accessories as really turning up the light on my outfit so that it can shine. Obviously, jewelry is a big one. And I think what's been really controversial in the last couple of years, especially if you've been involved at all in the online like coaching space, all these fucking hats. I am so sick of these wide flat brim hats that all of these coaches have been wearing to sell us their courses online. I think we're over the hats. And I want to go back to just something a little bit more polished, which could be a scarf, a headband, if it doesn't look too young or read too young on you. But some big, like beautiful statement jewelry, like some nice pearls, um, a necklace that goes with your outfit. Here's the key. Belts are so important. I just got a new belt from Chloe that I'm obsessed with. I love a Celine belt. Um, the row has really great belts. I'm really wanting one right now from frame denim. It's so cute and so chic, but it's just putting all of the finishing touches on. And if you're trying to add some personality into what you're wearing, I mean, there's these two girls on TikTok, London and Olivia, I think, or Luden and Olivia. They are a couple and I think they live in Georgia and they have the cutest style. I love them to look at for kind of like a capsule wardrobe type of a look. They're in athleisure a lot, but London or Luden. I don't know her name. I apologize. She always has these cute hats on. She has this amazing hat collection. And it's just so her personality. And her hair's always done. She's always got her jewelry on. She looks so put together. But she has this personality pop with her hat. And that is just her style. And I love that she embodies that so, so much. So my ask for you is something extra. Like, What can it be that's so important to you and so personal to you? that you feel so much joy putting it on every day. So my items are my poppy necklace. I have a little necklace that says poppy on it. The uh, earrings that, I have two pair of earrings that are my everyday. One is a pair from my mother that was passed down to me. And one is a pair from Justin. That was a beautiful gift. So putting those on every day really makes me feel polished, put together and connected to the people that I love. But it also gives me the lights turned on on my outfit. So to wrap it all up, just some of my favorite places that I've been shopping recently. I talked to you about L&M. I talked to you about Vandervoort in Del Mar. Such a good place to get like cute pieces that really could be staples in your closet, but they have a ton of trendy stuff too. I'm loving AYR. I'm loving Reformation. Uh, Cezanne has been a big one for me. Zara is always going to be there. The Couples is so key. I'm a huge All Saints and Zadig and Voltaire fan. Those are all three of those brands, Couples, Zadig, and All Saints. All of those are at Bloomingdale's. And quite frankly, they're going to be cheaper at Bloomingdale's than shopping in any of the boutiques because you get the benefit of all those sales. So 
overarching big win for Bloomingdale's. Um, I'm loving Beyond Yoga. I'm loving Mother Denim, a Goldie Denim, and um, trousers from the Couples. I already said that. Anyway, I would love to know because this is a collective effort of we're all looking better, feeling better, dressing better, being old and money together. Where are your favorite places to shop for staple pieces right now? Or what are the favorite staple pieces that you've gotten recently? Because I want to put together a bit of like um, a different vibe on a style guide. Not this like everything looks the same capsule wardrobe on Pinterest. This is about us developing our own style. And honestly, a capsule wardrobe shouldn't be like a list of things that you need to go buy. It should be you using the things that you already have in your closet to be able to put together a ton of outfits in a more systemized way that makes a little bit more sense for you. So I want to know what you've been finding out there. Like that one cardigan I told you about from Bash is everything to me. And I want you to have it too. I would love us to be twinning from wherever you are in the country. So tell me what your big style gets have been this year. I'd love to know. We're going into the holiday. I'm working on a huge holiday wish list as well. We're doing like the Neiman Marcus Christmas book, but old money style. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for spending time with me on this episode. I love to hear what you think. Talk to me on social at Old Money Podcast, and I will catch up with you soon. Bye-bye. Feeling rich? I hope so. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Old Money. If you have questions you want answered, email me at oldmoneypodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on social. We are at Old Money Podcast and I am at your service. If this episode spoke to you, inspired you, helped you, if you took a single note, it would mean the world to me if you could please just take a minute to rate and review the podcast. And if you're not doing so already, subscribe. And if you have friends who like getting rich, please share this episode with them, even if it's just on your Instagram story. And I'd love you more than Jeff Bezos loves Amazon Prime. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Remember, I'm not your lawyer. I'm not your tax professional. And I'm not your financial advisor. The content presented in this podcast is intended to entertain, educate, inspire, and support listeners in their personal and professional development and does not constitute business, financial, or legal advice. In addition to that, this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. 